Okay, good afternoon and welcome to Hardballs. We've got another action-packed show for you today with uh, Morris Page, our roving golf reporter, reporting live from uh, Glen Eagles today. We've got all the latest news as well, an exciting quiz, and as always, a special guest for this week's edition of Touchline Tunes. As ever, feel free to get in touch with all your sporting opinions on the usual number 0208 808 808 or send your emails to hardballs at alpertonfm.co.uk or tweet us at hardballs. Okay, right, let's get straight into the thick of it and head to that roving correspondent, Morris Bage, who's perfectly placed to give us the lowdown on the unfolding golf action from Glen Eagles. Morris, are you there? Hi, Sam. Yes, I'm not actually there yet. I'm just uh, only 29 yards away from my parking bay. Okay, Morris, so well, we'll come... No, uh... no, stick, stick with me, stick with me. I've got to go through the roof to get into the said bay. Okay. But, uh, whilst in the queue, I'm just treating myself to a, a cheese and pickle sandwich. Some would call it Plowman's. I'm going to stick with cheese and pickle. I'm taking it slowly, though. I've had a, I've got a history of indigestion, which I don't want to to rise once again. And uh, I'm on the I'm on certainly on the the home stretch now, and uh, I'll be I'll be there very very shortly as I turn into the final stretch. Oh oh, I've just I've just shanked left into the Lexus. I've, I've got to oh. go, Sam. Okay, Morris having a few problems there at Glen Eagles, but we're going to give him another opportunity to give us the lowdown later on. I think it's time now to go on to our first call, and I think we've got Chris Williams on the line, who's just come back from the Arsenal game and is in a predictably jubilant mood. That's fantastic, Sam. Loving it, loving it, loving it. Arsenal play top notch today. We're buzzing around the pitch, so you're kicking it around. We're going fast. It's been a fantastic fucking game, though. Loving it. Yeah, you sound like you've had a great day. Oh, oh, yeah, we got an early, we got up about nine o'clock this morning, got ready for the game, just ready in the zone to watch it, uh, got a couple of lads around, uh, got uh, mentally and physically prepared uh, for the day champs, it's been fucking fantastic, mate. Going to have to get you to mind your language there, Chris, all right, mate? Uh, still just yep, below sorry. the watershed. So uh, what are the plans for this evening? You're going to go out celebrating? Uh, yeah, we're going to carry on the party, if you know what I mean, Sam. Gonna gonna keep the vibe going, gonna keep the energy up, and uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Just see, uh, just go to the go to the places, mate. It's gonna be great. Yeah. All right. Okay. Well, Chris, sounds like you're having a great time. Uh, good to hear from good you, mate. Time, mate. Yeah, love you, mate. Love, love your show. Love your show. Brilliant. Brilliant. Good All right. Back. All right. Thanks, Chris. <laughs> Cheers, mate. Right, Chris, having an absolute whale of a time there in North London, no doubt about it. Okay, on to our next caller. We've got Thomas Clancy from Warminster. He's not happy with he's not happy with the modern game. Hello, how are you? How are you doing, Thomas? Tell us a little bit yeah, about well, yourself. Who do you support? Yeah, well, I've, got, I've been in Manchester United uh, fan since I was about ten years old. And, oh, right, and a long time now. Ju- yeah, I used to live just outside Manchester, and of course I followed them, and they've gone. You know, some would say they've gone from strength to strength, but yeah. to be honest, I don't, I don't feel the same enthusiasm that I, I used to feel when I was younger. I feel as though the atmosphere has gone out of the game, you know. And uh, and, and and like you go to the match, and apart from the tickets, are really expensive, but there's no atmosphere because you know everybody's got a seat. There's no like jumping up and down. There's no fights in the stadium, yeah. and and uh, you know, and 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 you know, it used to be you used to go along there, sort of. Have a few, have a few pints before you went, and and it, everybody was having a bit of pushing and shoving, and 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 there's just no atmosphere, and 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 the players aren't the same either, you know. Yeah. It's like, you know, you used to get, you used to get these big, tough players with a bit of attitude, and now they're all like really fit, and they, you know, and and they and they pass, pass, pass the ball. You know, you can get twenty or thirty passes, and then they score, and. And, you yeah, know, all the atmosphere has been taken out of it, you know? All right, Thomas. Well, all right, Thomas. Well, thanks for calling up. I can see you're a bit disgruntled. I hope the next game of football you watch uh, 
makes you a little bit happier. Although I must admit, Thomas, you know, pass, 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 score doesn't sound too bad to me. All right, thanks very much, Thomas. Yeah, other reps, other reps. All right, cheers then, Thomas. Bye. Right, next up on the line, we've got Dean, who's just been to the Palace game and seen Glenn Murray notch his 30th of the season. How are you doing, Dean? Yeah, good, Sam, good. Just wanted to talk about Murray, really. Okay, go ahead. Yeah, well, he was born in Maryport, Cumbria, after attending Neverall School. Murray began playing his career for non-league side work in Reds, where he played 57 times and scored 36 goals. Right. He then joined the American team, Wilmington Hammerheads, in 2004. He spent one season with the North Carolina club, playing 14 times and scoring three goals. Dean, 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 I don't want to interrupt you, but what's your point, Dean? Let's get to that. What about Murray? Yeah, about Glenn Murray. Well, he's playing all right at the moment, isn't he? Yeah, all right. Well, nice one, Dean. Well, thanks for calling up, mate, and uh, hopefully you'll be able to keep on to him for next season. Cheers, well, Dean. See you later, mate. Okay, Dean there with a very insightful take on the attributes of Glenn Murray. Very thorough, Dean, so we appreciate that. Okay, right, time to catch up with the golf again, and we will be back with Morris Bage straight after this ad. Like a new dress but can't stretch the cash? Want to buy that chocolate bar but don't have the money? Fancy someone but can't send a text because you're out of credit? Have no fear with P-R-E-D-A Tory Loans. We provide quick cash with nothing to worry about until the end of the month. However bad your credit, however much your gut tells you no, we are here to help. Call now on 0800-666-666. P-R-E-D-A Tory Lending. Push Push debt to to the the back back of of your your mind. mind. Right, it's time now to go back to the goal with our on-course commentator, Morris Bage. Morris, are you there yet? Yes, Sam, you'll be pleased to know that I eventually found my bay, and I'm just about to uh, pay and display. I'm just asking a nice little birdie for some uh, for, for the right change over here, and then I'll be then I'll be on to the golf course. So do stick with me, because okay. I won't be long there. I'm just trying to get 250 piece for a pound at the moment. And, uh, okay, I'm pay- we're staying with you, Morris. Yeah, stay with me. I'm paying for up to four hours, because you never know how long you're going to need to stay in that bay for... And uh, hopefully the, uh, the the day will be fantastic once I get onto the oh, hang on, oh, hang on. There's a, there's a there's a traffic warden just uh, surveying the. Everything area. all right, Morris? Yeah, just stick with me. Just stick. Oh, oh, he's been he's been a ticket on my car. I I've got to have to go. So okay, right. Well, that was Morris Bage, kind of at the golf. Okay, but we'll be going back to him later on. Next up on the show, we've got a fantastic interview with Ireland's champion trainer elect Seamus Finnegan. Hello, Seamus. You there? Hello there, yeah. How are you doing? You're having your best ever season, Seamus. You know, plenty of winners, and you've just captured the big race, the Bull Sports Online Chevy Chase. How are you doing it? I uh, can't give me secrets away, like, but yeah, 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 fantastic, fantastic. Yeah, yeah, you can't, 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 for three years now, so yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, you know, everything's just keep plugging along, basically. You know, a couple of fish fingers, sandwiches, and away you go. Hey. It's interesting you say that, because a lot of people didn't think he was going to get the trip last time. Well, you know, the, the, we wasn't sure to be sorry, so the, you know, you know, kind of anything could happen. So, uh, but, but you know, basically, it's like three years. Uh, keep going, then you're know, the the day. You just said there, it's a stable team, a stable atmosphere uh, down in uh, Ireland. But what is it exactly that you've done to create all this success this year? Well, if he's the horse, there's a lot of carrots, and uh, they seem to like that. You know, you know, maybe you can build a horse bag, a couple of apples, and then you know, put a jockey on the back, and uh, it's a bit of a whip, and it's where they go. So it's not just it's not just you; it's the whole team. The whole operation. Well, I would have got that far. It's completely me at the end of the day. I'm the one who's, you know, my, my horses, my hay, my stable is at the end of the day. And that's, so it's all about me. But, you know, there's a couple of other people around in the, in the team. But uh, it's always mainly me. Well, that's really interesting, Seamus. Have you got any uh, any tips coming up? Any big horses that we should look out for? Um, no. 
Okay, Seamus, well, it's great having you on the show, and uh, I hope the success continues. Much obliged. Right, brilliant stuff there from Seamus, really informative, and it seems that some of you really agree on Twitter as well. We've been getting some good stuff on our at Harbour's feed. Uh, at nags, 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 nags 27 has tweeted us saying, great interview with the legend that is Finnegan, hashtag couldn't agree more. Well, thank you very much for that, uh, nags, 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 nags. Right, uh, lovely to hear from you guys, and remember, at Harbles, no sport is off limits. It's always great to hear from people in love with some of the minority sports, some of the ones that don't always grab the headlines. Okay, right, let's get back to the phones. Next on the line, we've got Marie from Bath, and she wants to ring up to talk about her favourite sportsman, Roger Federer. Uh, Marie, you there? Hi, hi, yes. How's hi, it going? Hi. You okay? Yes, fine, thank so you. So you, yes. you called up the show, you called up Alpen FM, me, Sam, Shape to Shoot, to, to talk about Roger Federer. He's quite a guy, eh? He's an absolute legend, he really is. I think one of the yeah. things that is particularly great about Roger is that he's not just a tremendous sportsman. Yeah. He's a real ambassador for the sport and a terrific role model for all the youngsters out there. Yeah. You know, like he doesn't he doesn't go and have a temper tantrum like some of them do. No. Have you ever been and watched him live? I have been to Wimbledon, but I haven't actually seen him, no. Oh, right. I, I, unfortunately, the tickets I got didn't correspond with the times that he was no. playing. Is that something you'd like to do? I'd love love to see him, absolutely love to see him. Well, yeah. I'd love to be able to tell you, you know, Marie, that we could sort that out on Alpert and FM. Well, that'd be wonderful. No, but we can't, we can't. Oh. <laughs> uh, That's a real shame. Okay, Marie, well, uh, fascinating stuff, and uh, thanks very much for calling up the show. I uh, hope you enjoy Wimbledon this year, and uh, call again soon. Will do. Okay. All right, thanks, Marie. Okay, next stop on the line, we've got Duncan Fishlock, who is just ringing after being to his 2,500th consecutive game at Doncaster Rovers. Absolute pleasure to have you on, Duncan. Hey, no problem, mate, no problem. How are you doing? That must be some record, 2,500 games. Yeah, I mean, I think we someone should give Norris McWhorter a call. Could be a Guinness Book of Records job. I reckon it could be, Duncan. Yeah, so, hopefully. So, Duncan, explain, how, how has this love affair uh, evolved? Well, basically, um, back in the uh, 60s, uh, you know, same as today, really, uh, you went down mine during the day, and then on Saturday afternoon you went to the game, and I just fell in love with it, really, and um, I never miss a game. I'd go League Cup, pre-season friendlies, even go to the Johnson Paint Trophy as well, you know. Ah, fantastic. That's what it's all about. It's not just about the big games, the Champions League, the FA Cup, it's also about the lower leagues, the, the beautiful game. The most beautiful thing in the world, Sam. Yeah. What what do the family think about this, Duncan? You must be away quite a lot, or do they come with you? Yeah, well, uh, the family. Yeah, you know the you know uh, you know the you know the family behind every good man, Duncan. Well, yeah. I mean, yeah. You know, uh, wife left me um, about eighteen years ago. Oh, sorry um, to hear that, Duncan. Went to uh, Torquay away, long drive, and uh, yeah. Came back and there was just a letter, you know, telling me to get out. Don't try and contact them ever again, and uh, not seen them since. But you know, Rover's got a point, so it wasn't, you know, every cloud. You know what I mean? Well, that's it, Duncan. Yeah, you know, looking looking forward. That's that's the only thing you can do, oh, I suppose. Yeah, the football club's my uh, my life these days. Football club, you know, the, the players and. Fans. That's really nice, Duncan. I'm sure Doncaster Rovers are proud to have you. All right, Duncan, we're going to have to leave it there, mate. 
Okay, right, we want to have uh, one more call just before we go to the news in a minute. We've got Dennis on the line, who's very frustrated with how the BBC coverage of the darts has been harshly put back instead of strictly come dancing. Right, Dennis, I just want to say we've got to be very quick because we've got the news coming up, and whatever you do, please do not swear. Right, okay, sorry about that, listeners. Right, uh, the news. Harry Redknapp has announced he will definitely not be leaving QPR, stating he intends to take the West London club straight back into the Premier League. A man has died whilst watching the Snooker World Championships at the Crucible Theatre in Sheffield. The match between Peter Ebden and Graham Dot was suspended until tomorrow morning. Speaking at the opening of his new fast food restaurant, Power Pies, 16-time world champion Phil Taylor says that in 10 years' time, all professional darts players will be as fit as Olympic athletes. England are struggling going into the final day of their third test against New Zealand, finishing on only 236 for five at the close of play. Meanwhile, in the Indian Premier League, Chris Gale scored 258 not out in just over an hour. Rory McIlroy missed the cut at the inaugural Billionaires Open in Barbados after shooting a second round of 78. The Northern Irishman said he was disappointed after coming home with only 1.5 million for his two-day effort. And this just breaking, Harry Redknapp has resigned as manager of QPR. The 66-year-old said it's the right time for a change. And finally, Gareth Bale was stretchered off in Tottenham's home clash against Swansea. He was 23. Sue Real there with all the news. Brought to you by Alperton Cab. It's passing you by every hour. Right, still to come, we've got Touchline Tunes, which we're all very much looking forward to. We've also got a top prize uh, ready and waiting for anyone who can solve our weekly quiz. And we'll also catch up with Morris Page once again if he's finally got into position to give us some updates at Glen Eagles. First, a quick word from one of our sponsors. Drugs and Barrett, can they fix it? Drugs and Barrett, yes they can! When I, Terry Trog, and thy, Den Barrett, Hello. started doing odd jobs for clueless city types in 1973, they didn't know that 40 years on we'd have a fleet of three vans and be the best respected family handyman firm this side of Park Royal. Call Trogs and Barrett for any household problems and we'll sort it out within 48 hours. And that's a northern fact. Trogs and Barrett, can they fix it? Trogs and Barrett, yes they can! Okay, welcome back. Right, now next stop is one of my favourite segments of the show, and undoubtedly it's Touchline Tunes. Each week we welcome a sporting personality into the studio to discuss their lives, their career, and ultimately their musical influences. Each guest is banished from their home country, and has just their memories and a few Touchline Tunes to boost their morale. Our refugee this week is a footballer. Described as the Blue Squares archer to Alan Shearer, he has scored more goals in more games than anyone in the division. However, it wasn't always easy for this son of a Bedford cabbie. Misspent years on the football field instead of the classroom, left him without a job after he finished with education, aged only 14. The rest of his teenage years were spent working in the nearby printing factory until a chance appearance for his local pub side led to him being spotted by scouts for Luton Town. He has appeared in every game for the last three years, never going more than two without scoring. He once said, When I see the goal and have the ball at my feet, I already know the result, so I'm never nervous. Do you ever get nervous, James Curtis? Um, no. Uh, as, as you said, I, I, you know, I visualise what's going to be 
the end result. So when you when you've got that confidence and you've when you've been there and done it all, you know, consistently at the level that I have, uh, nerves just just don't come into play. Quite a story from the printing factory to now banging the goals so regularly like you do. Yeah, I mean, it, that was only ever a stepping stone for me. Um, just a way to get money into my pocket and then from my pocket into the tills of the nearest sports shop to get some new boots. Has it always been about football for you, James? I mean, has, has it not always been about football for everyone? I, I, I don't understand anyone who says that football isn't everything to them. Uh, you know, it's a family. It's, uh, it's, it keeps me healthy, entertained. You know, pays the bills at the end of the day because you know those uh, those t- train tickets don't buy themselves, as I'm sure you know. We went through at the beginning about some of your stats. Are you, you a much of a stats man, or do you just get onto the field and play? Well, I mean, I, other people compile the stats. I don't. I don't compile them myself. I uh, I provide the stats, if if you like, um, by scoring almost every time I play. Um, so. Yeah, I mean, but you you do have to put a lot of faith in stats because you know if the manager doesn't look at the stats, how else is he going to know that I've got a ninety two percent strike rate over the last five weeks? I mean, I know that because people tell me, and it's because it's me putting the ball in the net. But if he didn't know that, what you know, how would he pick me? I mean, sure, we're great friends, and you know, there's a family connection. He is my uncle, but. Uh, those stats help the transition. They they get me in the team and they keep me in the team. Right, I think it's time for our first piece of music. James, what are you picking? Uh, well, sorry to, to bring the, the tone down. I know we've had an exciting start to this uh, interview, but uh, first track I'm going to go for, uh, let me tell you a bit about why first. Uh, FA Trophy 1997. I'm sure you remember quite well we got to the final. But... Uh, but lost to uh, Braintree and the, the funny thing about that day was there was a kit clash so as you know we normally wear orange but we were forced to wear blue shorts that day and the irony of it all is that blue was very much the uh, the feeling in the dressing room at the end of that 2-1 defeat so uh, my first song is Blue by Eiffel 65 I'm blue interesting choice from James there and I'd love to hear more about his life uh, at Kenilworth Road but we're pressed for time so without further ado it's time to hand out our weekly prize with our weekly quiz Okay we've picked a caller from line one for our weekly quiz I think we've got him on the line right now are you there? Hello? Hello oh. you are live on Alperton FM with Sam Shoot. please do not swear just three questions separate you from a pair of luxury tickets to the Ryman's Premier League game of your choice. Are you ready? I'm ready. First question. What surface is the French Open played on? That is a clay. Correct. Second question. A birdie, an albatross, an eagle. What sport am I talking about? 
Golf. Correct. And third, and final question, for a pair of luxury tickets to the Ryman's Premier League game of your choice, in what minute did Sammy Amiobi score his debut goal for Newcastle United? The 90th. That's incorrect. It was the 75th. I'm so sorry. Alright, very close there, but the cigar remains well and truly in its box until next week, unfortunately. Please do ring up next time, though, because that prize is still available, those two Romans League Premier League tickets. Okay, right, we are going to give Morris Page one last chance over at Glen Eagles, who's at the goal for us today. Morris, are you there? Yes, Sam, finally success, and I'm here on the green as Luke Donald and Lee Westwood walk up to their tee to the adulation of the crowd here. Donald in particular looking in confident mood this afternoon. The sun is shining and I'm just about to head into the press air. Morris? You there, Morris? Yeah, I've just had to go, Sam. The the ploughman's is just repeating on me. I'm just heading off to the little boys' room. All right, Morris. Sorry about this, listeners. Uh, No golf updates for the time being, but we, we will try and get back as soon as possible. Okay, thanks. Well, well, I did say let's move on, but a look at the clock tells me it's almost time up for another week on Hardball, so it just remains for me to thank all of our guests, all of our callers, and all of you listening at home, or in your cars, or wherever you are, and I implore you to join us next week on Hardballs, where we put sports chat in the back of the net at Alperton 105 to 106.3 FM. Right, we'll see you next week, and I'll leave you the classified football results with Clive Adams. Evo Stick Premier League, Alperton Town 3, Sudbury Sunsets 0. Axon Town 2, Pinner Park Rangers 1. Hainault Senior Cup, Uxbridge 7, Northwood Athletic 3. Ricelip Friday 1, Park Royal Knights 4. FA Trophy, Hatch and Harriers 1, Bushy Beavers 0. And finally, the FA Cup second round replay between Watford and Wickham Wanderers was postponed due to lack of interest.